0: Dear Diary, can't write much because I'm in a rush. Tonight is a very big night. I have a date with Peter tonight. I know what you're thinking. Mom let you go out on a date? No, of course not. But what she doesn't know won't kill her, so to speak. As a matter of fact, she'll be occupied tonight. Believe it or not, she is going out on a date of her own. I know, crazy, right? Did you know moms even go out on dates? Because I didn't. Yesterday while we were at the supermarket, we ran into this very handsome debonair bachelor who struck up a conversation with mom and just asked her out. I mean, if you think about it, it makes so much sense that she'd find a date in places that moms like to go, like the supermarket, or, well, I'm pretty sure that's the only place moms ever go. Even though she is totally chickening out at the last minute, I just know that once she sees him, she won't be able to say no. A little date night never hurt anyone, I assume. Gotta go, XOXO.
1: is happening here you're all podcasters and I'm a vampire
0: like what as I was watching that scene I was like what other movie did we recently talk about that was like I'm an adult I'm supposed to win (laughs) like I feel like there was something else recently that had the same like dynamic of like this is ridiculous you're all children (laughs)
1: Oh, shoot. No, no, you're right, because I referenced <laughs> this movie in that context. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, I don't
0: know what it was. Uh, it could uh, have been, like, Good Burger or something like that. I don't know what it was no, we were watching. Yeah, it no, because like,
1: Good Burger, they're all kind of the same age. Right. Uh, I don't know. No, no, but as I was watching movie.
0: it, I was like, this is exactly, like, we talked about this, this dynamic. It must have been another DCOM.
1: Right. I mean, it's one of my favorite tropes of, right. like, like it captures two of my favorite tropes of, like, one... The, like, character in a com like, the villain in a comedy being pointedly not funny in any way. Just, right. like, <laughs> actually, like, and just getting progressively angrier that no one's taking them seriously. Right. And, like, the adults at some point being like, what the fuck is, uh, like, right. I'm gonna, I should, I can literally grab them and this is over. Right. Like, I can literally kill them. And this, like, right. that would just wrap this up faster. Right. I'm literally skimming through our episodes trying to remember. <laughs> I don't
0: remember <sighs> what, what we talked about, but yeah.
1: Cards and the tunes. I literally don't know. Someone will remember. Someone who listens to this will remind well, us how very yes. angry about it after. Yeah. Um, welcome to the Disney desk, everyone. I'm Carter. And I'm Sydney. And welcome back to our final episode of our Halloween month.
0: Woo-hoo. Yes, this is the end no, of the month. Woo-hoo. Oh, sorry, um, boo, I guess. Anyway.
1: It works because it's Halloween and we're sad it's over.
0: Right, boo, yeah, yeah, this is totally up to interpretation. Um, anyway, end of the month, you know what that means, it's patrons choice. All of our lovely Patreon subscribers voted for this episode, which we are appreciative of, and Carter, please tell our audience uh, what they selected. See, <laughs> so so, for you guys uh-huh. to give context, like um, which you know this if you, if you would subscribe to our Patreon. But we try to like when we put the polls together and we're picking like what what would make some good topics that we think people would vote for. We kind of match them to the theme of the month if there is a theme of the month. Um, yeah. So so we gave them all Halloween themed options to choose from and carter please explain uh what they went with
1: they went with well i will just say this is inadvertently a sydney's never seen as well because this film was inexplicably a huge part of my childhood we are talking about the 2000 american disney channel original movie mom's got a date with a vampire
0: mom's got a date with a vampire it's so interesting that like I I feel like I can remember seeing the commercials for this, but when I went to watch this, like I imme- immediately was like, I have never seen this movie. I've never I should have, have never watched this film. So which I'm surprised at. I can't think of very many Disney Channel things that I haven't seen. So for whatever reason, this one missed me. But um, no longer I I have I have seen Mom. Having a date with a vampire.
1: Yeah. Do you remember that meme that came out around the time uh Disney Plus was like being released and people were making up fake titles for Disney Channel movies? No. And one of them was like, uh, Susie's Gotta Shoot Her Grandma and then (laughs) Princess, who became a mummy. (laughs)
0: i did not see that no
1: like hyper literal titles right i think 90 percent of why this film has any kind of cultural staying power in any way shape or form is because the title is the dumbest most literal (laughs) 90s ass title for a kid's thing it's almost where you're literally it's a
0: title that's like we dare you to watch anyway like we're gonna tell you what's gonna happen yeah. And We dare you to show up for it anyway.
1: Our title is a sentence, right? A full sentence Lesson. with a subject. Here is the verb elevator pitch. And, uh, your mom, right? She's got a yeah. date with a vampire. Yeah, L- Mr. Spielberg. Let me let me pitch you, <laughs> let me pitch your script here. See, you got your mom. How did you get a picture of my mom? Don't worry about it. Oh. Like, and then you click another slide. This is a vampire,
0: right?
1: You know, dra- Dracula. Vampire. Right. Click. They're going on a date, and you just put a little, like, poorly cut out magazine cut out of (laughs) spaghetti in between. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, like, again, it's like, you know what? God bless the 90s for just cutting to the chase.
0: (laughs) Right, exactly. Um,
1: Yes, but this film is inexplicably a huge part of my childhood. Um, As I mentioned, like, my sister kind of controlled the main TV a lot in terms of the after-school content um, if I wasn't like doing homework or playing video games or at lacrosse practice, it would just be some kind of Disney Channel thing. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, even in the not Halloween times, always on demand, there would be the option for Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire, <laughs> and that would just be it would be Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire. Let's go, and everyone would have it on while they're doing their assorted tasks. And it was what inexplicably one of those ones that like even the parents watched. They were like, Yeah, let's you know, we'll let's see get that this date. Yander.
0: You know, I but it's like okay, wait. That like I'm having so many thoughts right now because I'm like when I was watching this for the first time and thinking this is the most insane thing I've ever seen, it also dawned on me that this was just playing at your house like like that it was kind of insane to me to think
1: think my brain is the equivalent of lead poisoning. Of
0: people like choosing to watch this film uh, like frequently. That was blowing my mind. But then like um but after I watch this, and we will talk about that later, it makes so much sense that parents would be interested in this film. And I guess, um, I guess we'll we'll discuss the more some more details about that later. But. Right?
1: Yeah, you're wondering why I'm the way I am. I had my this was my fucking well, clockwork orange, like getting strapped to the chair and having your eyes forced right. open. Exactly. As like do do, do 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 and I'm yeah. just screaming. Um. Yeah. So we got. Theoretically, things to talk about with this movie. Right. But before we uh, sink our teeth into this one, it is time for one last Sydney and Carter's spoo blah blah blah. Sorry. Sydney and Carter's spooky corner. It's a vampire. (laughs) Right, okay. It's a vampire, Sydney.
0: I see, I see.
1: So to wrap up Carter and Sydney's Spooky Corner, we're going for sort of a slightly broader topic, kind of very much in the vein of our 25 Days of Podmas uh, discussion. Um, we're kind of talking about larger Halloween memories and specifically like some of our favorite moments, some of our favorite attractions we've gone to, some of our favorite events, sort of those moments that stick out as like seminal Halloween memories for us.
0: Yeah. Um so I mean like well why don't you kick us off? Like what what are some of your strongest memories? What kind of like activities did you do?
1: I mean outside of like outside of like obviously the sort of core memories of or treating, mm-hmm. which at some point all kind of just blurred together as just yeah. like a more a more nostalgic hue than a necessary individual memory.
0: Right. Um
1: like I mean, again, I was very spoiled that I got to go to college in New York City, you know, take a shot, press your clicker, right. do a backflip. Buzz him, um, yeah. And, like, so many cool, like, it just kind of by default let me have access to a lot of really cool moments. Mm. Like, my freshman year, um, one, the Halloween parade was super empty because it was raining. Not, like, hard, but enough that it, like, deterred people from going outside. Mm-hmm. So, like, usually it's, like, seven people deep. Like, it's impossible to get any angle to watch it. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was, like, maybe two, three rows of people. And you could just easily see everything. You could be, like, right at the front of the rail.
0: Nice. And at
1: one point, I noticed a gap in the sort of, like, you know, those police barricade things. Yeah. in cities When something's up. Um, or for, like, a parade. There was a chain, like, a... Someone had, like, slipped, like, broken that barrier just in one spot. I just quietly, like, slipped through. And then I'm just a part of the New York Halloween parade, marching through Greenwich Village. Oh. I wasn't even in costume or anything. I was just like, I'm doing this. I'm there, yeah. I'm a part of history, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah, and, like, that was one of my go-to. Like, that one I always remember excessively fondly. Um Another one is, one year I just went apple picking. I just decided to throw a curveball, and I'm like, I'm going, there's a trip to an orchard, I'm going to sign up. I didn't, I maybe ate like five of the 20 apples I got, but I like to think (gasps) my roommates appreciated it. There is something, it really is the most cathartic activity you could ever do. Just Mm -hmm. get a bunch of apples. Right. Sometimes you climb up the tree, sometimes you have a tool. Um, One of my favorites, and we were just talking sports, so this one is funny, Um, One year, I went to the last week of Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair. It was funny because it was the last time the Bills played the Eagles. And I was torn because it was the last week of PA Ren Fair. And I'm like, I really should go. I have never gone before. Mm -hmm. But it was also um, Bills-Eagles. And they only play once every four years more often than not. So I'm Mm. like, well, it is kind of rare. Um, this was when Carson Wentz was still nominally good. Right. And they just murked us. Like, it was oh one of those God. games where they just come out, punch you in the face, and you just never were able to get up because they keep yeah. shoving you. Right. And at halftime, I just go, okay. And I went and literally had a half day at the PA Ren Fair, found all these people from my New York Ren Fair days. Mm-hmm. Um, what's fun about PA Ren Fair is they changed their script for, like, their overarching story just a little bit throughout the year. Mm-hmm. So like for Halloween the theme is like ghosts. So like Bloody um Bloody Mary's ghost comes back from the dead. Oh, um Elizabeth's one sister.
0: Right. Yes. yes.
1: Um and it's, like reigning terror. Uh absolute delight. Um PA Renfire is very fun. It's, it is. Like, literally yeah. cut into a mountain. Um, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really cool time. Yeah, those like those are just a few memories that stick out in my head. Last year was it's interesting because like, I don't know. I think I speak for both of us when I say we really hype up spooky season, and there is that, like, pressure of, like, you gotta make the most of it. You know, this time comes around once a year. Yeah. I've gotten better at just appreciating smaller little moments, whether it's, like, a walk through, you know, a nature trail, or Mm -hmm. checking out a pumpkin carving thing near Washington Crossing. Right. Um, Like, last year, I literally just, on the day, it was just after I finished up a run at a playhouse... I just went up to this giant tower. There's, like, an old colonial tower in the middle of, like, this one area along the Delaware. I just went up there, went to check out some pumpkin carvings, and then got a pizza. And I'm like, that was a nice little day.
0: Yeah. It's so interesting that your Halloween memories or like your favorite moments are all, like, from adulthood. That's not what I was expecting. <laughs> I was expecting yeah, to be like, know, oh, I did something cool as a kid.
1: You know, it's interesting because, like... I, I do think that's interesting, because, like, as a kid, I feel like I fell, followed a very strict, like, sort of regimen. I was very right. much one of those kids who's like, this is how we do Halloween. Right. Like, you know how some families get really, like, antsy about Christmas in terms of, like, yeah. we have to do this, 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 and then we open gifts yes. the night of, or we only open one gift. Mm-hmm. That was me with Halloween, where I'm like, if we break pattern,
0: like, right. that's just,
1: you know, that's, it's not workable it's for this It's curtains,
0: Yeah. Um, which is so interesting because like y- you've been bringing up a lot as we've been doing these kind of more nostalgic talks about how much of childhood is orchestrated by grown-ups. You're just sort of placed somewhere. You're sort of like right. get in the car. This is what we're doing. And yes, I guess a lot of Halloween is, or at least like Halloween for children is like get in the car. This is what we're doing, type situations. Right.
1: That's yeah, interesting. and like my family, yeah, my family followed a very sort of like middle class suburban right. nominally progressive but mostly conservative right. sort of vibe of like very strict traditions yeah and that's not a bad thing by any means necessary it just mm-hmm. meant like my memory you know my memories are a little more like I said it becomes less individual moments individual highs mm-hmm. and becomes more of like shades and colors and hues and scents right
0: right um
1: whereas like once I got that autonomy I was able to like Really, actually, branch like create out into, your memories. Yeah, yeah. Try, or try new memories. Be comfortable yeah. in trying new memories. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, going through it in my head as we were setting up, I'm like, also way more Rocky Horror than I anticipated. I forgot that, uh like, my roommates in college really pushed that on me. Huh. <laughs> um, what are some of yours?
0: Um. Well i think a lot of mine um i think something my friends and i like to do every year honestly like i would i would probably have similar favorite memories of like yeah having more autonomy in adulthood to like actually do the things you want to do during halloween outside of like trick-or-treating like um but like well first of all like Actually, let me retract that statement and go back to, like, did you ever participate? Like, I guess everybody had to participate in, like, the Halloween, like, parade at school. Or, like, did your elementary yes. school do one of those? Again, like, everything is orchestrated by adults. You're just told what to do and where to do it. And that is maybe the most
1: suburban memory any kid can have. Like right. the holiday parties where it's, like, the and last in the day classroom. before either Christmas, Halloween, or Thanksgiving. Valentine's
0: Day was always had one. Yes. Yeah, that was a big one. Um but okay so outside of that like fast forwarding many years around us we live near um like we live like oh, where we live is so interesting we we have like a foot in every single world we're like where we live is like is very suburban but then we're like a spit away from a whole city but then it's like oh that's a farm that's a farm that's a farm
1: Yeah. and we have and like extreme economic sort of Differences. We have like Range. areas that are like wannabe wasps. We have like, right gated we have communities. Actual wasps. We have yeah, yeah. And then actual we have wasps. like
0: poverty. Like there's yeah, there's just like the entire scale. Like which I I you know in adulthood I appreciate that entire scale much more. But um, yeah. but anyway, we live near a pretty significant farm that um does a lot during the major holidays like Halloween and yes. Christmas. So they it's a massive piece of land and they have these like Overland elaborate size. Right, exactly. They do every Halloween they do um a haunted corn maze slash mm. haunted house. So yeah they so you go through a corn maze so it's like a haunted house, but it's it's corn mazes, so you're out there freezing your Heinz quarters off and, um, it was last time I was there, I remember us being absolutely frigid, but like you're walking in the dark in a corn maze and some paid actors jump out and scare you and, but they put a lot of heart into it. It's, it's, it's always very, very good. They also do haunted hay rides, which is another mm. thing. If you can picture that of going on a hay ride and some actors like jumping onto the car while you're in it. And
1: you want, you want to laugh? I what? knew you were gonna bring this up, and I've never done any of their events. Really? Yep, not the Christmas lights, not this, not anything for Thanksgiving.
0: Oh wow, yeah. This is the one thing that I I have done um around here. Uh is doing their haunted things. But yeah, and they, they do a very elaborate Christmas light show uh, at Christmas time as well. But for Halloween, um, my friends and I used to like to go to this like once a year. Um and you know, I'm I'm I am remembering um in my like early twenties, when I was teaching dance, um, that was always a fun time of year. Like, it's always fun to share things like with with kids. I have a lot of fond memories of, of teaching small kids. Um, but Halloween was a very fun time because you kind of got to step away from like your curriculum as a teacher, and um, like give them like a fun like halloween themed routine and they would come in in their costumes and you'd let them eat candy in the room and um you know they just kind of go balls to the wall essentially um it was kind of like a a a controlled free-for-all for for lack of a better word um with uh with with halloween um and probably like more in my adulthood i remember like i think i mentioned this with a costume when, when when we talked about costuming um having more control over, you know, what costumes I wear, I really got into, like, kind of making them myself slash purchasing things. And uh, my friends and I used to go to, like, Halloween bar crawls. That was fun. They sell, like, Mm. these, like, really overpriced, ticketed bar crawl events where you and a bunch of other drunk people, like, walk around Philly and um, go from bar to bar to bar in costume and um, bother the locals. And it's it's a fun cray cray time um those are probably some of my favorite <laughs> memories of, of any time that I've been able to put a costume on and get drunk you know
1: yeah um it is I don't know there's so many different angles we can take it have you ever done a haunted house
0: I think so because because the at the farm like that's part house too like you go mm. into a house for that Um, it's just, it starts in the corn maze and then you like go into a building of some sort. I think I've done a haunted house. I don't know. Have you? There's some, there's some in New York, aren't there? I did
1: one. Yeah. There was a big one. It's like in the lower West side, which I know isn't what it's actually called. It's like, or what's it? East side. It was, like, relatively close to Chinatown, but closer to 8th Avenue. Okay. Um, Like, if you went down Canal Street, you'd get it. There's, like, five people who know exactly what I'm talking about in terms of streets, and they're like, this kid, he's got the goods. Right. Um, And I will say, it is so funny that Halloween is my favorite holiday. I hate scares. Like, I don't really particularly like scary movies. I don't like jump scares. I don't like being anxious. Like, you know, someday I'll ask my therapist to describe me, like, some kind of marijuana. But until that day... Because I, like, I am an anxious person. And yeah. Yeah. I, especially, like, haunted house-style scares, where it's, like, a lot of noise. It is just noise, 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 yeah. noise, noise. And while I could appreciate the hard work that went into all of this, like, the incredible production design, at some point, just having someone walking toward you and yelling, or having strobe lights, or just having, like, general sounds of terror in your yeah. head, I'm just like, this ain't for me, chief. Right. Like, I am much more in the sort of, like, fun, goofy... Like, Haunted Mansion is my kind of scary energy. Right, more yeah. than on like, nerves and, like, actually trying to frighten you. Um,
0: yeah, I am in the same exact camp as you. I think I've just, as I've grown older, I've, I've gotten better at just, like, masking the <laughs> discomfort. Like, I, I'm i not a scary movie. Like, I don't really uh-huh. watch scary movies, Um When I was, in fact, like, even though I grew to love trick-or-treating, my, like, earliest days of being a young kid, I was always that kid that was, like, too afraid to, like, do it. Because, like, my neighbors would, like, you know, you have the neighbors that, like, do way too fucking much, and they have, like, scary music, and they make their house look like a cemetery. And so, and so I would, I would, like, not be able to, like, trick-or-treat very much when I was, like, a small kid and my poor mom would have to be like wrestling me back cuz i would be like screaming and crying the whole time
1: i ha- i only had one incident like that where like a guy was pretending to be a scarecrow and jumped and i lost most of my candy in the run like other th- fortunately other than that i was okay um, <laughs> yeah like that it is funny that like we built a holiday around frightening children um, Right. Which makes the Monsters, Inc. discussion make a lot more sense, as I just say all this out loud. <laughs> right. You know, what a funny random thought. Like, we have a farm, we have a much smaller farm literally right in my backyard. Mm-hmm. Like, our fence lines are attached. And they've been doing a lot of cool, like, parties and Halloween stuff. But they also are where we go to for pumpkins and trees. I am an obsessive about pumpkins. Like, I'm, even, yet I never carve them. That's the weirdest thing. Really? Yeah, because my mom was just like, oh, it's too much mess. It's too much chaos. Mm. And I'm like, and maybe a part of it is the great pumpkin. Like, you didn't tell me you were were going to kill kill it. it.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, Honestly, some of my favorite memories from this podcast are just when we say the exact same quote. Exactly. (laughs) But yeah, no, I would just get like, I would be very picky about the pumpkin. And then I would like marker a face onto it. Nice. Like just with Sharpie. Right. That is weirdly... Also, one of my, like, nostalgic favorite kids' books is about, like, a pumpkin who gets picked last. Mm, Like... Interesting. There's all these different pumpkins who have different strengths and weaknesses, and, like, finally he gets picked. And he's like, hooray! (laughs) Um, But, yeah, honestly... Yeah, it's... I don't know. It's so funny because, like, there's so many different memories, like... You know as I sit here and talk I just have all these images rushing through my head but again it is so much just like the energy of it like the excitement of it right the flavor of it and I guess also it's like I don't know it kind of the nostalgia of it's kind of a bummer too because that farm you mentioned they just got bought like, really
0: oh wait yep. did I know that did we talk about that
1: they just announced that like two days ago oh and like One, it ties into my, like, post-COVID ranting and raving of, like, man, we have this beautiful planet and we're turning it into strip malls. They're doing a lot of changes over there. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, like, also, like, it is kind of a bummer that we're reaching the end of spooky season already. I know. It's like, oh, another year that's just going to be colors and hues and vibes as opposed to actually in the moment.
0: Right, right.
1: But it also makes you appreciate Friends more. Because, honestly, since the pandemic, my favorite Halloween was... Like, you have been living in Philly for, what, a year or so?
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Like, I went down, we did Cider Fest, we got um, Boo Pops, which are, like, (laughs) pumpkin-flavored popsicles with uh, chocolate dip. Right. So, like, ice cream pops. And then we just hung out and played Animal Crossing, and I'm like...
0: Yeah, that was a good day.
1: (laughs) Um, Any other thoughts as we move on to the movie?
0: No, let's, uh, let's see about this date. Mom has.
1: Let's get to the date. It's such a fucking dope time. Oh my
0: god, Susie's
1: got to shoot her grandma. (laughs) Susie, who (laughs) also became a (laughs) mummy. October 13th, 2000, hey diary, how are you? Uh, So I think I just saw a guy turn into a vampire bat? Look, I don't, not 100% sure what I saw, but uh, the family was at the grocery store a little late last night. We were picking up peanut butter chips for uh, pancakes tomorrow, you know, peanut butter chips being way better than chocolate chips or anything else for pancakes, but I digress. Some guy was walking out, like, slicked back hair looked kind of older. And I swear, like, it was this weird, smudgy blur, and the next thing I know, he was a bat, and he was flying into the sky. I ju- i had to have imagined that, right? Like, someone else would have seen that. He was right in front of the store. <sighs> maybe it—I don't know, maybe it's some kind of, like, intense marketing for the, uh, Headless Horseman playing the Harvest Fest. I heard those guys get pretty metal about their, you know, marketing schemes. Apparently one time, one of them wore, like, a pumpkin head on stage and then set it on fire. Yeah, you know, headless horsemen, haha. So I mean, I guess that would make sense? I don't know, Halloween tends to stress me out, maybe I was just imagining things. Ah, should probably just focus on the Harvest Fest and, you know, deal with headless horsemen not, uh, not vampire bats. Sincerely, Carter. I will say, Sydney, um, I kind of, I almost feel like I have to apologize for this one. <laughs> Why? Because it's this is one of the ones, because, like, I've seen parts of High School Musical. Like, you know, a lot of these have a similar narrative where it's like we're coming back to it after a while. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the first time we've engaged with the media in a bit. But this is the first one in a while where I'm like, oh, I truly have not seen this in a decade. Not even a scene. Like, I've seen scenes of Jungle Book. I've seen scenes of, like... Um, uh, I'm trying to think, uh, like, uh, I don't even know, like other examples like that. But right. this one, truly, f- 10 plus years where I had not seen a single scene. I just had the memories, the right. moments in my head. And as you sit down and see how those moments are stitched together, you once again feel like you've been kicked by a horse.
0: Right. Yeah. Um. Imagine how I feel having only heard of this and heard you talk about this and how much you've watched it. To um, Where they,
1: ins- I can talk myself into the more insane parts because I'm like, yes, well, this is just how a date with a mom's date with a vampire would be.
0: but like you know, simultaneous. Like I, f- I feel like my experience watching this was like, I simultaneously felt like I was watching every other Disney Channel movie, but also something totally insane. Like it's and it's like, for me, the the more uncanny parts of this have nothing to do with the date with the vampire. <laughs> like, right. all of the craziest that. parts are not... Uh, are not about, like, going on a date with a vampire at all. It's all the other stuff that's, that's like, kind right. of Cause
1: crazy. because that's, con- that's just high concept now. Right. right? <laughs> all of these have a high concept. Like, again, the first Disney Channel movie was about mummies. Like, yeah. High School Musical is a patent... Like, is like, oh, we are actually doing a full-blown musical. Wendy right. Wu has, like that whole concept is insane. Twitches is an insane concept. Right. Like, it is just the, it's like 13th year? Come on now. <laughs> yes. 13th year is insane. It is the, it's weird that the connective tissue, like the right. traditional Disney family drama stuff, is the part where I'm like, this is unwell. This is, <laughs> <laughs> this is right. banana bread. I Like, I think one of my main things was, I think I pointed out, or I said, this is one of the most insane sort of Kids got a scheme to do mischief right, that we've ever right. seen in a
0: movie.
1: So, the basic premise of this movie is the main character, Adam Hansen, he's super into like horror stuff. He's super well, specifically vampires. That's a weird thing. Like, right. this isn't like a monster squad thing, which is like one of my films that if we didn't have like specific, like if we could just do anything, I would recommend. Mm-hmm. Like, but it doesn't fit any silo we do. Um, like, it's just vampire stuff. Exclusively classic sort of universal monster vampire stuff. No mummies, no Dracula, or uh, no Frankensteins. Werewolves. No werewolves, no invisible mans, uh, no Phantom of the Operas. Just vampires. But anyway, so he gets grounded just before uh, he's supposed to go to some harvest fest where the headless horsemen are playing. Um, because everything has to be themed in this sure, sure. fucking city. right? This innocuous town. Right. Um and basically, so him and his sister can both do what they want on Halloween, they devise a plan of getting their divorcee mom on a date uh, using magazine. Uh, God, can you well, imagine there was a time where we dated where it was where like you was either watch classified. a video, yeah, or yeah. classifieds. Ma'am, I am so lonely. If you just talk to me, it will keep me off the edge. <laughs> Aren't
0: those online now those videos that it's like uh, I would consider myself a cool Valley dude? No fatties, no smoking.
1: <laughs> yeah, no smoking, <laughs> uh, no facts. Right, uh, exactly.
0: <laughs> 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 like people were sitting down at, were paying to like sit down and have somebody film them making a video I w- like that.
1: Just paying for Twitter seems like a step too far for me. Right. But doing it in an even more innocuous, abstract way. Yeah. But I but guess people anyway. pay
0: for Tinder, right? Like there is like Tinder Plus or whatever the hell it is.
1: Yeah. But yeah, anyway, somehow they managed to find a guy named Wolfsbane, which should have been red flag number one. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, They they they've, they find <laughs> this very, I don't even know the word for it, Yeah, yeah, all the red flags are there. But when you're 12, you're like, this guy sounds amazing.
1: Yeah, we're in the midst of the most... (laughs) We're in the midst of the most insane children's plot in, like, kids' media history. Right. Like, and Um, it's not... They're definitely crazier. Everything in Home Alone is crazier than this. And yet this feels just more unhinged because of how, like, chill and mumblecore it all is.
0: It is... It's just a weird... It's like... It's a weird dynamic. I don't know. All of these characters have a weird dynamic with each other. For, like, as a family, they have a weird dynamic. And, like, the whole beginning, I'm watching this and I'm like, I'm just like, I think I wrote down somewhere, or at least I, maybe I just made a mental note about it. But I was like, I think this is the most, like... Because wouldn't because um we talked about this a little bit I I meant brought this up when we brought up stuck in the suburbs of like oh it's another like humdrum mom story of like oh being a mom is so hard but like this is I was like this is the most pathetic iteration of like the plight of moms <laughs> that like I have ever
1: seen this it like it is and it isn't I don't I do want to get into that because the mom yeah. stuff in this is weird, the mom which stuff is I weird. guess is to be expected when the title is "Mom's Got a Date with a with vampire? a
0: vampire." And it's like the weird part about that is is the mom. Like, yes, the vampire is, is actually
1: kind of a chill, normal guy.
0: Right. Honestly, like that seems fine, and like that—that's pretty straightforward. It's—it's it's the mom stuff. That's that's hey, strange, just doing just vampire brief. stuff. Yeah.
1: It's a little um, convoluted plot of his, but you know. Beggars can't be choosers, right? You know what it is? It is like because they're doing all of the sitcom stuff, which we come to expect with Disney Channel movies. Like every, all the kids are weird archetypes. The youngest kid really right. can't act, but boy Howdy, he's giving it his all. Like yeah. the sisters, like eye rolling and boy crazy. The right. main character has a hyper fixation on something and is a schemer. And yeah. the mom keeps saying catchphrases like "Ugh, this again!" Ugh. Like she's practically rolling her eyes to the camera. What is the line she says at the beginning? There's a line she says really early in the movie. Yeah, where she says that. something like, being a mom.
0: Yes. Oh, oh, no. It's, she She gets done, like, telling her kids. She's like, you you're go do your homework. Like, is your homework finished? She comes in because she's mad at them for watching the movie. They're not supposed to be watching yes. the scary movie because it scares Taylor, the little boy. And, and, like... She like sends them to the room to do their homework and our main character, he's like,
1: Moms.
0: And then she goes, kids. Like she like does it back to that. Like or she like they both like have an exasperated like, uh But you know what it is?
1: Like, yes, Disney Channel movies don't have a laugh track. But the way they act and perform them, they normally they're like so heightened, right? And they so they feel like they should have a laugh track, like your brain just kind of fills it in. Everyone in this movie is kind of so weirdly like nonchalant and chill, and like like I said, mumblecore about it. Yeah, it's sort of except that wasn't a term that existed yet.
0: Right.
1: Yeah, particularly like Adam has a friend, and it's this half baked subplot of his friend like stabbing in the back with his bully. First of all, I was like, who hired this kid? Like, yeah. <laughs> like he truly, he seems high as a kite. And that's when I start to notice, like, how understated no everything was. No offense
0: to any child actor, because I believe that children should not be working in this industry at all. But, mm-hmm. like, I was like, God, this kid, this is bad. How is this the kid that we, that got through the auditions? Like, come on now. like. Right but
1: <laughs> he, he truly seems completely detached from what's happening
0: yeah he like yeah he that's that's the best word for it but that subplot, man, it just doesn't work. You like just call it half baked is it's accurate. It's nothing. It's water vapor. It's 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 nothing. Cause it's like there's no conflict, there's no issue. Like all of it is pretty straightforward, okay? You he got you tickets to the concert, you got grounded. You told him you were grounded. He gave them to somebody else. He did not stab you in the back. You were grounded. <laughs>
1: And then you pimp out your sister to get the tickets back Which because the guys is like, "I'll give you the ticket if I get to kiss your sister on, lips. on the mouth." And I'm like,
0: "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" And you're whoa, really bargaining it. with this kid, like you're like, "Oh, fine." As if yeah. like you've got to kiss him on the mouth. Like, come on now.
1: Yeah, it's like okay, maybe your friend's not a good friend because he should have taken you aside and been like, "Look, I know you want to negotiate with this guy, but this guy's not playing in good faith. He's right. clearly unhinged. You need to cut S- your losses." Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, no, it's it's that subplot that just adds to the weird tone of all of this. Right. Where everything is weirdly chill. Which is weird because, again, there's a fucking... It's a mom's got a date with a vampire. But also, like, they commit to the vampire stuff. There's a weird amount of, like, choreography and, like, stunts. And, like, at one point, yeah. he just straight up turns into a vampire bat on screen. With, like, classic Goof Spunce-level,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: like, sludgy CGI.
0: You know, it's like... For for me, what a couple things that I wanted to bring up is like I was surprised how at how domestic this movie was. Like, um, mm-hmm. in terms of like for a film called Mom's Get a Date with the Vampire, it's like 70% just like being at school, being at home. Like, I feel like there's so much conversation and the and it, and like most like the meatier parts of the script like happen outside of the actual vampire stuff. Do you know what I mean? No, it's like, I, I wouldn't call it bad um, by any means. I don't think this is like a bad script. I just think that there are parts that surprisingly work well in the middle of like something that kind of doesn't altogether. Like we're, we're like really jumping around, but that's kind of the only way to really discuss this.
1: Right. I, at some point, I just mentally accept that you and I will never be able to talk about something chronologically in any kind of organized way. Right. It's just better, like, it just matches our pattern better if we just speak from the heart. Right. Um, Well, I know exactly what you mean, though. Because, again, the thing that struck me with this movie is it really does feel like the vampire and the vampire hunter are in a completely different movie. They seem to think they're in this abandoned camp. Yeah. They seem to think they're in the movie the kid was watching. Right. When in reality, they are in, like, this domestic movie about a mom. They're in a Disney Channel movie. After <laughs> her <laughs> divorce. Yeah. yeah. they Disney Channel original movie. <laughs> right. Da, 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 da. <laughs> um, but, yeah, because, like, weirdly, the mom arc kind of works here. It Again, it's the most mom-mom thing to ever mom. But it's kind of wild right. to have in a Disney Channel movie. The mom coming into the main character's room, sitting down and being like, So sometimes when people get divorced, and he goes, "Oh yeah, I know the wedding's on." Yeah, we're in the
0: wedding, chick, and which is which is insane to me that she's like, "Like this is me applying a lot of logic to this," but I'm like, "Are you that disconnected? You don't know that your ex husband like he didn't bring that to your attention? You got bigger problems here that that your children are in a wedding and you didn't know." (laughs) Okay, I mean,
1: well, to be fair, uh, you know, to be fair, this was pre Facebook. You couldn't just like hover over everyone.
0: I um, guess. Oh, speaking of Facebook, I'm glad that you brought that up because I wanted to talk about the technology in this film. Like, you know, we kind of gag on, like, on the way technology... I feel like that's a meme of the way that, like, technology is depicted in, like, crime shows. Of their, of, like, there's always a smart character that's just, like, furiously pressing all of the buttons on the keyboard. And it's like, I gotta do in this reality, and this just, and then break the yeah, mainframe. Yeah, he just
1: froze the computer.
0: It's like, right, it's just, like, the most Velma level of gibberish talk like but the, you just you just believe that they're doing something but it's like even for this time period the way that they like um the kind of animation that they put like on the computer I'm like this is not what anything used to look like like even for for 2000 standards like computers did not function this way <laughs> like when you see him like, like opening these like like we were we were there. Like we had computers like this. We had these big clunky desktops. We we used things like yes. dial up and things like that.
1: But I still have it somewhere in this house.
0: But even but even back then I was like I was like they were really really just making it up when they designed these pages. Like this is not how computers looked. <laughs>
1: yeah. That is true. That like and again, I get like suspension of disbelief there's a fucking vampire who can climb <laughs> right. up walls. Do a lot of stuff I don't think vampires are supposed to be able to do, but again, right. we're not it is weird that he's so, like, gung-ho about the rules of a vampire, and then they just make things up also. Right, exactly. But, yeah, it like, again, it's so interesting, because, like, the mom stuff, like, again, he's trying to put on this vampire charm. He's trying to, like, lure her away and, like, whisk her away. And just as he pulls his, like, final card—and, like, again, I love when the serious character gets dragged through a comedy script— He's right. just getting progressively more and more annoyed throughout the evening. Because mm-hmm. he's like, oh, she wants to be swept off her feet in romance. And she's like, why don't we just go to the Harvest Fest? Let's do yeah. the bumper cars. Right. They find an old bar she used to sing in, and she gets like okay. dragged on stage. That again, stuff... she's in a Disney Channel movie, and this guy's trying right. to do like a universal horror movie.
0: That now, the Rockabilly Bar is probably my favorite part of the movie. It it's mm. that is what I would describe as a vibe. Like <sighs> Okay, we're 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 really getting it here. It's also pointedly the part like this is where I'm kind of like, "Oh, we're doing hocus pocus." But <laughs> where like the well, kids got to come into the broke. to the adult club and be like, "Oh, I got to save my parents for um from whatever monster they're running from." Uh I was half expecting it to, it to kind of go exactly like hocus pocus, but
1: um Well, that's the difference because like everyone else thinks they're in hocus pocus, so this vampire's, like No, I mean, like I'm in a horror movie. I'm just going to ignore all of these slapstick shenanigans and get back in here.
0: Exactly, yeah. Um, I didn't know that vampires had, like, Jedi mind tricks. Did you know that?
1: (laughs) That Uh, they had the Force? Nominally, (laughs) they have some kind of, like, sway over the human mind.
0: Okay, yeah. That was was news to me watching this. I was like,
1: oh. That one is relatively accurate to vampire lore.
0: Is it? (laughs) I've never heard that before. Kind
1: of. Huh. Yeah, it's... But, yeah, no, like, I like that. And, again, this is, like, a classic Disney Channel movie scene. Because, like, the end arc of all of this is uh, the vampire. What is his act? Dimitri. Yes, Dimitri. Ooh. Um, (laughs) He is, like, he's, like, all right, come away with me. Let me whisk you off into a romance. And she's, like, I I made a connection with myself. Yes. Right. Oh, yeah, he does have, like, a really light accent. But she goes, like. No, the connect. You're fine, but you're not really my type. My connection, and I maybe. I needed a day
0: away from my children
1: to like remind myself that I'm still a that person. I'm
0: alive. Yes,
1: <laughs> right. And like, yeah, it's kind of wrote and like gendered in a way. Right, it is like kind of a nice story about like it is. You know, you make a family with someone and they leave, and you're just like, well, I'm still here with the I'm kid. I'm like, still the parent. What am I?
0: Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, right, what, what am I... Goes, it's it's weird, shit. see, that's when I start getting frustrated because I'm like, oh, this is so pathetic. When she starts to, like, chicken out at the date, like, you know, mm. Dimitri shows up and she's upstairs, like, no, I think I'm just gonna, like, stay in this house until I pass away one day. <laughs> like, uh, that's what I'm like, oh, my God, I cannot believe that they've... <laughs> that, like, this is where we're going, that she is genuinely, like, rock bottom, this woman. Yeah. <laughs> like... But I guess it makes the payoff even better,
1: you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because it's so funny, the switch that turns on immediately after that, when she goes downstairs, she's the type A personality. Like, she's pushing the envelope the whole time. Yeah. And I'm like, these are two different characters here. Um, And then again, it's like, Dimitri's like, no, 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 this is not a Disney Channel original movie. This is my movie. And goes, fuck that shit, you're coming with me anyway. Right, exactly. And meanwhile, we didn't even bring up the whole time Van Helsing, like a Van Helsing descendant, is just bopping around town, just like apparently he's been on this case for like twenty years. Bad (laughs) job, objectively terrible job. Doing a really terrible job. He looks like the.
0: He looks like Inspector Gadget.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he looks. I was gonna say he looks like the character at the beginning of the Goosebumps titles with his like briefcase and his trench coat. But yes, he also looks like Inspector Gadget, which I guess is thematically appropriate because Inspector Gadget sucks at everything.
0: Which I I will say like for the few credits I give this film like for its script, I I think this is a great misdirection when they introduce him and the vampire at the same time. I actually really like the meet cute scene at the supermarket. Yeah. Um. Cause oh yeah. Because I think that's really clever. Like yeah, they kind of did that simultaneously.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I, I like it's it's a good script. Yeah. But like, it's they get moments. all of like. The meet cute stuff, right? Right. Like, yeah, it's got moments, and yeah. like again, it only works because all of the date and vampire stuff works pretty well, right? And like Dimitri's weirdly charming, Charles Saugnessy, Um Oh, like, Shaughnessy from um. Shaughnessy from oh, from the cool. nanny,
0: Mr. O'Shaughnessy. Oh my god,
1: that's embarrassing.
0: He is very handsome. Yeah, I would we, I would go on a date with I mean, a vampire we if you look like that. Say
1: Halle Bailey, right? Right, right. We're yeah. still sure working on that. And he like was weirdly good with kids despite clearly having nothing but contempt for right. them. Right.
0: It was so interesting that they also they also chose I can't remember the actor's name, the dad from Lizzie McGuire. Um he's in a lot of stuff. But like why I mean, did that yeah. we pick well, two characters just, that yeah. look identical? <laughs> was that kind of the yeah, point? <laughs> I,
1: maybe. Like because like, then you on, have this sort of like awkward bit at the end where it's like, You wanna join us for breakfast? We're making pancakes. Oh, do you got the chocolate chips?
0: right yeah that yeah that i was very eye-rolling for me but this whole time i'm like why did we pick two actors that look like the same guy
1: i don't know yeah but it works yeah and then we just have this like sort of nothing b plot where like the youngest kid picks up on it immediately partially because dimitri decided to turn into a bat right in front of a grocery store Um, he
0: did not go out of yeah he is literally outside the the swagger this man
1: has to not give a Fuck and right. be like, well whatever, who's he gonna stop me?
0: Drops his groceries on the ground and just vampires out of there. Yeah.
1: Right. Um truly, uh, a man of infinite confidence. Again, right. he has no again, I guess again, that's one of the things I love about this movie is that like at no point does he ever think he's going to lose. No. He's more just <laughs> yeah. frustrated. Like, there's, there's the iconic part that I always remember from, like, any time they would do a sizzle reel for Disney Channel, like, around Halloween, there'd be the bit where Adam would huck the baseball at his head, and he'd whip around and do that.
0: Oh, with yeah. With his, like, fangs out. The, the, the hiss, um, yeah.
1: I forgot how fun that scene is, where it is literally just, uh-huh, nah-huh. Um, there's the incredible <laughs> line that almost killed me of, like, wait, you're, n- you're Wolfsbane? Yes, I'm afraid all of the good vampire names got picked by teenagers. I do really remember that. Hilarious. It really, like, I don't... That it a good joke. One, so much of this movie for me is also just interesting, like, how vampires are in our culture. Like, we got through so many right. waves. At one point, vampires were, like, the scariest thing. Like, you know, they were considered these actual, like, really scary horror creatures. Right. And then they were, like, metaphors for this alluring, like, almost siren-esque figure. You know, you have Nosferatu, who just looks like a gross bat monster. Yes, he's and, gross. You know, we like you know, Goth kids ruined them in the two thousands. Twilight ruined them in the two thousand tens. Their only saving kinda... grace is the
0: Count from Sesame Street.
1: Exactly, that's all we have now, right? For our, like, for
0: positive vampire reinforcement.
1: <laughs> when was the last good vampire movie? For God's sakes, um,
0: I well, think okay, we abandoned vampires after Twilight. Like that was kind of.
1: Fully, fully, yeah, which is a shame, um, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, well, I, there's that sh- movie that just came out, Last Voyage of the Demeter. That was I mean, pretty mean, but no one. That's a terrible name. They should have just called it Dracula on a Boat.
0: There's Fuck the Taiko Waititi series. Oh, yeah, that's but really that it.
1: Them for like laughs, and
0: I like that a lot. But <laughs> yeah, they're more like
1: domestic characters. Right, now. they're it's not the like, office. Yeah. yeah. Anyone can be a vampire. It's just right. chill. <laughs> right. Oh, that Renfield movie. That's actually a cute reference. The restaurant is called Renfield, which is an allusion to his, like, sort of ward who follows him throughout time, huh. um, Dracula. Um, there was a the movie Renfield with Nicolas Cage's Dracula.
0: Oh, um, I kind of remember that.
1: The Hotel Transylvania movies, I guess. But again, it's, like, interesting that vampires don't equal horror anymore, necessarily. Yeah. Like,. They're played more for comedy. Maybe mm-hmm. this was ahead of its time. Well, I'd say it's ahead of its time. But again, the vampire stuff is played completely straight. Um, right. I will like that's the one one of the shots I actually really really like. But yeah, that whole scene is just him being like, "You can't stop me," and he's like, "I'm gonna stop you," and it's like, "You're a child. What do you?" Do? Right. Go, go to bed. <laughs> it's, it's, this is a school
0: Yeah. Day.
1: Go to bed. Um. But yeah, it's that one shot. So basically, the youngest kid tries to break up the date to save their mom uh the two um adam tries to like con his way through it he's like let's do the spoon test vampires can't put spoons on their noses or they'll explode dimitri puts on the charm and is like oh ah, okay yeah, it does a great whoa, job whoa. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then it's like they're walking out of the restaurant it's a single shot we walk past a mirror and we freeze as we realize oh fuck he's not in the mirror and right. i'm like okay that's what's weird about this movie it's like there's, like, 30% of this that's very, like, clearly, like, well-staged and thought out and has a decent amount of atmos or humor. Mm-hmm. Like, there's also the shot of, like, the you-got-mail for uh, Dimitri. Yeah. Where you see the computer and then you just see a hand reaching out of a crypt to get in. <laughs> right. And I'm like, okay, that's great. That's, like, if, you're, if we're gonna do this, this is what right. we that's should be how. bringing to the table. Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, the other 70% is just, like, space. I think that's why I don't love this movie as much as I want. So right. much, it just feels like space. It is. Right,
0: yeah. We we do a... Like I said, like, I would remove any of the stuff that happens at school and all of this kind of be plot with Truly. his friend be- beyond him getting the tickets and getting grounded and that yeah. being the motivation to, like, set mom up on a date. Other than that, like...
1: Again, it's literally just what you need to get Luke off of Tatooine. You don't need, right, right, you don't need right. to drag this exactly, out. Exactly,
0: yeah. So, um... Now, some of this, I think, like I actually start enjoying this in a more endearing way when we, when the detective kind of comes back into play with Taylor, because then you know, like I actually think that kind of foreshadowing of him actually being a better match for mom is. Mm. I love that mom doesn't have a, a name. Yep. Like, does she? I'm sure she does, but
1: Lynette. Oh, Lynette. yes. Lynette. At the end, they keep saying Lynette.
0: Right, I remember. I remember that now. Um, But oh well, like that's that's the point. She's not supposed to be. She's mom now, okay. Um, Even though she had her rocker days, and and, and still just like remembers the song, even though apparently she hasn't. Right, right. Um, Jeez, it's so. It's just. It's one big cliche. This movie.
1: It is, but I kind of love it anyway because the parts. Because again. You you can't say you don't get what you want from a title called "Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire." That's what happens. But yeah, yes, literally any emotional tension outside of is our mom going to be possessed by a vampire, and <laughs> right. um, like the mom's arc of being like, "I still got youth in me." Yeah, is I'm a person. Nothing. Right. <laughs> yeah, like like even when the sister is calling out like Adam for setting all of this up, it's like. It just falls like a lead balloon because it's like okay,
0: none of it matters. Yeah. You guys are
1: not committing to this conflict. There's no, no like, there's not going to be a moment where you two try to do different things and then come back together. You almost make up immediately, right? But also, it's like okay, how was he supposed to know that vampires are real?
0: Right, 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 right. Exactly.
1: Like again, this was an objectively scummy thing to do in a world where vampires yes. aren't real, right? But also, like you know, he wasn't coming in like he read a this from the chance. National Enquirer, right? Yeah, there's a, there's a, like, you know, there's a less than 10% chance there was going to be a vampire there, like. Right, exactly. Oh, that's, again, but that's, that, when they're reading the fucking, um, when they're reading the sort of, una- or what do they call those? Tablet Please date me ads? Oh,
0: oh, yes, the classified, yeah.
1: Yeah, and like, again, it's the, it's the chillest sitcom ever, where they're just like pausing for laugh tracks that don't. Like, the audience wouldn't laugh because it's too calm to laugh.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: And I do love the resolution of this movie, only because it's, like, the pinnacle of, like, how ridiculous all of this is. Where, again, he just starts using all of his vampire powers and being like, what the fuck is happening right right now? Again, I already won. I won the minute I came into this film. Why are we still doing this?
0: It took me a while, like, towards this last scene to, like, get on board with what was happening, I guess, because... Like, they sort of, they have them kind of doing, um, you know, the anti-vampire stuff without really explaining it. Like, when they start putting mm. the coffin, like, in the lake, I didn't really know why. I was like, why are we parent-trapping him? But, like, um, <laughs> but then then they kind of like, oh, they can't go near water. I didn't know that. It's like, there's almost, like, baked-in vampire knowledge that I just was not aware of.
1: Which, again... It's just so funny, like, that they made this kid only into vampires. Right, no right. No Frankenstein posters. Wouldn't Wolfman be cooler for kids? Because it's like, oh, he's like a dog who, like, rips people. Ugh.
0: Right, right. Because like,
1: vampires aren't that gory. They just bite people. Like, werewolves yeah. are, like, ripping and tearing. Right. Um. But, yeah. And I also love, that's, I think the funniest thing for me in this entire movie is literally the credits. Because, like, so, the um, spoiler alert, they obviously win. Uh, yeah. like mom, mom breaks no longer the spell has a constantly. date with a
0: vampire.
1: Yes. The date is over. Right. Um, yeah, they do the frozen thing where it's like true love breaks the spell, but it's not between a man and a woman. It's between, it's between a woman between and her kids. Family.
0: Yeah. Love it. Um,
1: uh, 13 years earlier than and people, uh, they <laughs> right. get him locked in his coffin. And I like, in his coffin, he just keeps being like, Lynette, I'm sorry, I apologize. <laughs> right. And then it goes into the, as the credits are rolling, they just keep playing his voice like, Lynette, okay, haha, <laughs> we're all laughing. Oh my God. I like that he's, it's like, I'm I'm willing to be in a Disney Channel original movie right now. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I am, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'll oh change my God. tones. I love it. Yeah. What? What else can we fucking say about this movie? I have
0: no idea. Like, other than just sort of explaining the points. Like, it's a pretty... Like I said, it's simultaneously insane and yet pretty typical.
1: Yeah. It's... It's like a very casual... It's a term I use for Adventure Time, casual madness, where it's like, oh, everything's played straight even though it's chaotic. But it doesn't have the energy like the Lego Movie and Adventure Time have, like a manic energy. It's right. just everyone follows that energy. Right. Whereas this, it's just like, hmm. <laughs> just a very hmm energy. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, it, I guess to like follow the Sydney's never seen element of this, it's like if you were to try to sell someone on this film in one sentence, or like a like a short. Like, a short, like, elevator pitch. How would you do that? <laughs>
0: um, um, I'd say, okay, picture your mom.
1: <laughs> picture, how'd you get a photo of my mom? Don't, don't worry about don't it. Don't worry about it.
0: Picture your mom, right? Your mom, you know, you know your mom. Now, picture her enjoying a nice romantic evening on the town, a lovely date, Why are you thinking about my mom in
1: this context?
0: Don't worry. Because just trust me. Just trust me. Okay. Okay. Your mom goes out on a date. She gets dressed up to the nine. She's got a a little back dress on. Her hair and makeup Why would you want me
1: to think about this?
0: Don't worry about it. Just trust me. And sitting across from her, a vampire. What? Why? Yeah, that's right. Your mom is going on a date with a vampire. Mm-hmm. Don't you mom! want to see what happens? Honestly, this sounds no! more like... This sounds more like an MTV, like, reality show. <laughs> Does it not?
1: <laughs> That's literally... Have you ever seen Shaun of the Dead?
0: Uh, no, I'm familiar with it, but I have not seen it.
1: Yeah. I Someday... Again, it's another one where I'm like, I would love to sit down and watch all three of the movies in that, like, little weird, vague trilogy, but I, it doesn't fit anything we do. Right. Um... At the end of the movie, semi-spoilers, things kind of go back to normal, but they have to live with the fact that there's just zombies around now. Okay. Like, you know, the threat has been neutralized, but it's like, yeah, but we're not just going to kill all of these. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people who are zombies. We're not just going to ice all of them. Right. Um, and there's like a reality, there's like a Murray-esque show with like, uh, like a woman talking about her... Now, zombified husband. Okay. And it's like that kind of reality TV show thing. I think they have an innocuous line like, Wait, you haven't slept with him since he became a vampire or a zombie, have you? And it just cuts the camera. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what I imagine, like that sort of level, but with a vampire. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what this is.
1: Yeah. I do want to bring up, because I was looking at the director for this, Stephen Boim. Um, He's a stunt performer who, he was on, he did stunts for Apocalypse Now, The Blues Brothers. The wow. Weapon 2, um, You, Me, and Dupree is his most recent. He's still directing in this industry. He's so, one of the more, I think, I'd argue he's one of the more interesting sort of like directors we've covered for a DCOM. Okay. Because it's like, okay, he does Johnny Tsunami, um, oh, Mom's wow. Got a Date, Stepsis from a Weird Planet, uh, Motocross. He does a lot of wow. Disney Channel original movies. But then he kind of like transitions to mainstream films and TV. He directs a lot of supernatural, NCIS LA, Hawaii 50, Castle Revolution, which was that like sexy version of the American Revolution. Oh no, no, this is um,
0: <laughs> That is hilarious. No, this
1: is a different one. Sorry. I just wanted to bring up that show if anyone Oh, knows, okay. where it's like John Adams, but he's sexy. Nice. Um, Cuz that's that was the direction. That's all we to- want. Yeah um no he's directed episodes of the boys and gen v which are like the big amazon prime things it's kind of wild i don't know i mean no our boy ortega is number one that's what i was gonna say our
0: one take ortega
1: yeah he's always number one right i would argue this guy actually rivals him if only because he's had like yeah mainstream success Mm. like outside of the disney bubble right oh he did black sales too man he's done a lot of stuff actually um
0: I mean, like Ortega was working with Michael Jackson before he died. You know, like that. Yeah, that's again, true. Ortega's number one. Yeah,
1: yeah, Ortega's number one. He just had a different path.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: Um. Any final thoughts as we kind of wrap up? Any kind of thoughts about the season? About what we talked about? Anything? This has you been a good one.
0: Yeah. This is this has been a good season for us. Um. I think we kept it more low key, but I like just walking down memory lane in terms of uh, Halloween, and, and it's so fitting to, to fo- like end that with a nostalgic decom, uh, <laughs> with like the epitome it truly of nineties, right? Yes.
1: Look, you can say a lot of different things about this movie, but you can't ever ever say it is not the epitome of dis nineties Disney.
0: Right. Exactly. Um it, yeah, it's 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 satisfying though. Like I I fully get I I fully get it. I get the appeal. I I would be totally lying if I said like I wasn't enjoying myself while watching this. I, I think it's good. Right. Yeah. It's just goofy yeah. as hell. Yeah.
1: I mean, comes with the it's goofy in a way that's different from other Disney Channel movies. Right. Like, this ain't if Stuck in the Suburbs is very Disney Channel movie, this is a very different Disney Channel movie.
0: Right. There's got to be one of those, like, cross-section, like, what are mm. those, what are those called? That's, like, um, that, like, when you put things in categories and it's, like, you know what I'm talking about, right? I have no idea what the name of those are.
1: Um, uh, I just used the term graph.
0: Yeah, yeah. This falls somewhere between, like, Chaotic decom, normal decom. This this is in the chaotic decom section.
1: Right. Right. It's also wild. You want to know what one immediately follows this? Phantom of the Megaplex. They literally did four back to back.
0: Interesting. Um,
1: God, we'll have to do that one soon. Yeah. That is one we've I've weirdly gotten into more recently. Isabel just started watching it inexplicably now, but mm. I digress. Um. Yeah. yeah. I honestly, for me, what made me the happiest this month was just doing the um. Doing the what's the word, the spooky Spooky corner. corner? Um, Yeah, I've run out of monsters to do. Right, but it's just yeah because like again, if nothing else, like like if nothing else, I love this show because it lets me sort of revel in fun memories, and I just you know I really appreciate getting to do that. Yeah, me too. Especially for my favorite holiday.
0: Right, exactly. This has been a good one.
1: Any final thoughts?
0: Nope. Wrap us up.
1: And until we answer the classifieds again and have a date with (laughs) a chubacabra, I'm Carter.
0: And I'm Sydney.
1: And happy Halloween.
0: Happy Halloween.
1: The Disney Desk is brought to you by Carter and Sydney. Follow
0: us on Twitter at Disney Desk for the latest updates about the show.
1: Want more of the most magical podcast on Earth? The Disney Desk is now on Patreon.
0: For exclusive weekly bonus content from us, go to patreon.com slash and become a patron for as little as $3 a month. Thank you.
1: Oh, God, I hate that there's a football game today. Fuck my life. I know. Who was this playing? Bears? The Bucks.
0: Bucks. Oh, that's right. I knew um, it was a B.
1: Mm-hmm. And then Sixers' first game of the year. Boo. The NBA season is already... Ben Simmons. I love... They're like, Ben Simmons is back on the NBA Twitter. He does an alley-oop dunk. He scores two more points for the entire rest of the game. <laughs> it's the most Ben Simmons stat line of all time. 10 assists, 10 rebounds, 4 points
0: uh dan was telling me about this new french guy
1: oh wemby or wemby
0: is that is that the new french guy there's like a there's like a Mm -hmm. french rookie
1: yes who's like um,
0: nine feet tall and 19 years old and
1: he he looks insane yeah he looks like an alien his legs are twigs